So hello, everyone. This is Otessa, and you are listening to Conversations with Hysterical Women. That's Women with an X, the Hysterical Women podcast, where you are all welcome here, friends, allies, everywhere across the rainbow, across the binary. I'm just really glad to have you be here. And this is meant to be a safe space to explore all of the weird things that life throws at us and all of the different ways in which we can be twisted and torn asunder, but also all the different ways that we can come back together. So thank you for listening, and I'm glad that you're here and going to be cheesy, but comment, like, subscribe. I feel like there are two types of people. There are the types of people who are like, this is it, and I don't negotiate. Mm-hmm. And then there are the types of people who, for whom everything is negotiation. And I think you kind of need to figure out, like, what type of person you are and what sort of person the other person is as well. That's true. Because I really, I dislike negotiation. I'm much more of a, like, this is it. Mm-hmm. I don't like negotiating. Um, that being said, like, you will have to do it. And I think that you're, you're both used. And when it comes to like friends and family, I feel like there's a negative stigma that I would just love to like rip away um, from working with friends and family mm-hmm. as though that's not real work. Mm. You know, it's like now sometimes, you know, like your parent might be a really difficult client <laughs> because yeah, it's your parent, you know, yeah. and like they gave you life. So can you really give them a hard time? I don't know. But that being said, um, I feel like that is still real work. And in terms of you, you were talking about portfolio work, um, friends and family, that is the best place to find like passion projects Yeah, and build out. And, and they know your skills and there's mutual trust. Um, I don't know why people feel like that's, oh, well, that's not real. Like, it, it's not, I think nepotism is a very different thing. Yeah. Than really allowing yourself to build out your strengths and showcase your strengths in a way that like, maybe perhaps like your first clients wouldn't allow you to. So you're going to need to do that in a different way. Yeah. Um, I absolutely agree. I think, you know, some of my first uh, really good projects either came from close friends or family members, not even necessarily working for them, but them giving me a good referral. Uh, I worked with a really great local author and that came to me from a close friend, you know, a mutual friend. And that was definitely real work. I put in a lot of work and it was a really, really awesome piece. So yeah, I, I, I'm totally with you on that. Yeah, me too. And um, yeah, I can smash that myself because like personally for me, like I like to give everyone my all, but like when it's friends or family, I'm like, okay, I really, cause it's an emotional connection there versus mm-hmm. someone you don't really know. So it's like, I don't like with this guy, like I'm close to him. Like I study music with him. So I'm like, okay, I got to really bring my A game. Like I do not want to disappoint him or let him down just because that goes across all the board. But like I said, again, like if it's someone you, you, like you, um, you're like emotionally attached to, that is that, you know, like, yeah, I don't want to fail them or let them down. So it's like more pressure to a certain extent. Yeah, I agree. Or someone you got to see at Thanksgiving dinner, you know, <laughs> you're going to uh, have to yeah. answer to them and yeah. see them again. For right. sure. So I have a question for you. Um, you probably get asked a lot of the same questions over and over again um, in interviews. And I'm wondering what do people not ask you that you wish that they did? I think not enough people ask why I do it, why Ooh. I chose this lifestyle and working style. Please tell us. 
Yeah. I mean, I think, I think the, the sort of surface level things are there. It's great to have the freedom and flexibility, of course, just to, to travel and to go have lunch or whatever. I, I think that's definitely part of it. But I think the deeper reason is just being totally transparent. I have made more money than I probably would be able to at this age and stage in my career if I followed a traditional path. I think I've had so much more freedom and not just freedom, like I said, and going to be able to take walks and travel and stuff, but just freedom to use my voice and work with uh, clients that really are making a difference in the world and doing cool things. And I just feel like I'm able to have such a bigger impact on people in the world by working this way. It's not just a, you know, a surface level kind of thing about wanting to work for my pajamas once in a while. Uh, I think it's, it's definitely allowed me to have an impact in the world that I never thought would be possible. So. Yeah. Wow. That was amazing. And that speaks volumes because one thing I learned, because I, I did all kinds of stuff like early on throughout college, but I had a brief, a brief stint of real estate, which was, which was pretty cool. And I remember one of the top selling realtors, he was talking to folks who were just coming in and I'm pretty much just saying, yeah, you know, don't do this just to chase the dollars, do this because it's a passion mm-hmm. because when it's your passion, the money's going to come inevitably. Like it's eventually it's going to come. So it's just, like you said, just having a love for it, having that passion and drive is so key and success and you like you said you end up much better that way than you would taking the traditional conventional route so that's that's you know definitely powerful yeah yeah Yeah, I think it can be really hard to be truly great and really put your all into something that you don't feel like you're making an impact Mm -hmm. on you know and and working again I I'm super grateful that I did work in the corporate world and get that experience because I I think it's helped me so much in my business But when you're working at a huge organization, you don't see the impact you're making. You're not talking to a small business owner who you helped, you know, increase sales at their, you know, at their business or working with a cool nonprofit that's doing awesome things or touching, you know, working um, on one on one coaching with an entrepreneur who's starting their own business and hearing them tell you that they just got their first client like nothing beats that. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's, it, that's really what fuels me. And, and that forces me to be good at what I'm doing. Like it, it really is the best motivator and you're exactly right. When you do good work, then the money follows. So it, it has really been a, a positive thing for me in that way. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That reward of knowing that you like your, your work wasn't a vain, but it's true for like, Oh my God, like you have your, you got your first client. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's it's the best. best. Yeah. And that's purposeful. Yeah. Like being able to be purposeful is something that. Absolutely. You are not guaranteed. Mm -hmm. But when you can, it's amazing. So actually weird question of the, because I I call them like the five, uh, the five annoying questions that I'm always asked. (laughs) Because I'm like, and maybe it's like a a reference to Jane magazine because they always do that thing at the back, there's like the five questions we always ask. And oh, then yeah. I start, yeah. And so I just started feeling, I was like, wow, I'm just like always being asked the same five questions. Are, are there any questions that you feel like you are just being asked like over and over and over again? And you're like, I really am kind of done with this one. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, 
I mean, I think I get a lot of questions about social media and kind of what's the secret to it, which, (laughs) or like, how do I go viral? And it's like, I don't know, because I haven't went viral. So I'm not the person to ask. Um, Yeah, I mean, I always just say it goes back to content, you know, and that's the thing that people don't necessarily want to hear, because that's, that requires a lot of work and and, in creativity. And, you know, making cool content is not something that you can just push a button for yeah so that's kind of always my answer and yeah I am a little over it because there's not and and there's also not a one-size-fits-all answer like how DC Webfest should go viral on social media is going to be totally different than how Latasha James should go viral on social media you know so there's totally different strategies and it's 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 one of those challenging things that there's not just a button to push I think a lot of people do really think that social media and digital marketing is just like, there's got to be a secret, like a button that you guys are pushing to do this. And <laughs> there's not like, there's so much more that goes into it. So. If it were that way, it wouldn't be an entire industry. Exactly. And I yeah. would, we would all be viral by now. <laughs> We'd all have millions of followers. It doesn't work that way. And also no one ever asks about engagement. Mm-hmm. Like, every, yeah, everyone wants like eyeballs and no one's like, what's your engagement? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, actually, like, your engagement is a much better indication. Anyways, sorry. That's probably another question that you might get asked that's, like, also really annoying. Yeah. Um, But is there anything that you would like to ask us or say before we wrap this up? I don't think I have questions, but I love what you guys are are doing. And it was just, you know, for anyone listening out there who's thinking about um, getting involved with DC WebFest or anything like that. It was such a cool experience. So just thank you oh, for thank having you me. So yeah. Much. yeah, it was awesome. And it's just, I love, I, you know, I've been kind of creepily following you for a really long, long time online. We've, no, we've been like internet house <laughs> for a long time. Yeah. Like a long time. Yeah. And I just love what you're doing to really celebrate creators of all different formats and sizes, you know, in terms of follower count and all of that. And it's really important. I think we don't give ourselves a little pat on the back enough and we're doing some cool stuff. So definitely get involved. And yeah, thank you so much for all that you guys are doing. And thank Thank you. you. So just before we wrap this up, um, one more time, because like I said, you have to say things three times. So (laughs) where would you like people to find you? And obviously don't slide into a personal DM. (laughs) (laughs) No, you can DM me if you want, but you know, just don't expect a 20 second response. <laughs> so on, on social, I'm the Latasha James on everything on Instagram and Twitter. Um, and then you can just go to latashajames.com to find my podcast, my YouTube, all that, or jamesandpark.com for my business stuff. So get that coaching. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Um, it's, it's hard out there and you made it and you did it and you're paying it forward. So exactly. yeah. So you have a lot, you have so much off of it. So Thank you. Yes, listeners, definitely check check her out. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for sharing your time with us. Thank and you. happy Friday. Absolutely. You too.